Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstuff today. This is your host, uh, Daniel Powell speaking, and I've got uh, Jason Alvey on the phone. What's up? And uh, Dave Project Gosselman. Uh, making a sandwich. After he already made some noodles. Uh, making a sandwich. Making a sandwich. Sandwich. Uh, so we've got a few things to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, Rock Cup. Everybody's getting amped up for the Rock Cup. Indeed. We're going to have a segment on uh, what we think has been the worst set of all time. And then we're going to go over some community. And then we'll finish up talking about the uh, top eight from the Michigan Rock uh, yesterday on 10-1. So, Rock Cup is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yes, it is. I am excited. And, it's the pinnacle of the uh, year. Yeah. It is. Uh, and uh, Amber from uh, Married with Clicks has been doing a real good job posting uh, detailed articles on all the different events leading up to Rock Cup. And uh, as we talked about in our last, last episode, uh, all of the details are up for the uh, Team Worlds. Hmm. Uh, that's uh, pretty sweet. Uh, all the details are up for the prizing and that kind of stuff. Um, so the scoring, I think, is interesting. Um, while players will be playing independent one-on-one games, their results will be added towards their team score. A team with three wins or two wins and one loss will be considered to have won the round. A team with three losses or two losses and one win will have considered to lost to lost the round. The teams with the best score after the four rounds will advance into the top cut, which would be single elimination until one team is left standing. Yep. It's a, it's a fun event. I played it at, uh, at Gen Con at WK Worlds uh, a couple of years back. I played a similar format at uh, Majestics, where Team Ragnar Brockelman took home the gold. Well, Dave, you played at Gen Con the same year I did. That's true. Uh, we, were, we, were, we were on different teams. Maybe. That's true, because Jason was a traitor. No. <laughs> That's because you didn't go to last minute, and I already committed to another team. <laughs> a worse team. No. <laughs> you did good. We it's did fun. We did good. We finished uh, 14th overall, so it wasn't well, horrible. One of my teammates got disqualified, so. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I was not aware of this. Yep. Math. Yeah. They math. mathed wrong. Math is hard. They mathed wrong, and then the first two opponents and the person who signed off on his sheet didn't realize he had mathed wrong. So he had, like, an illegal build on his sheet? Yeah, he had an illegal build. He had, uh, mm-hmm. like, 310 points or whatever. Does this have to do with, like, a construct or something? Or? No, no, this is CLC. Uh, he just didn't carry the one. Oh, oh it was sealed. So <laughs> yeah. it was the same format. It's it the exact, yeah, exact same yep. format. This is when Guardians of the Galaxy dropped at Gen Con yep. a couple years back. I pulled and, uh, Sane day one, day number one. He was beast. 
Oh, I had such crap I pulled I had day one. Bane and like Corvus Glaives, so like one guy like dealt six and I was like, Well, take your six. And he was like, yeah. What? <laughs> I was I was playing like common common uh, Gamora and the uncommon Star Lord and like Jason of Sparta. Wow. <laughs> you did pull crap. Uh, yeah, it was kinda bad. At least you couldn't get targeted for a round. That's true, but after that, <laughs> after that though, <laughs> Jason was like, "There's something to this guy." But we still managed to make the top cut, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. we got a guy disqualified, and we made like second alternate. So not bad, considering we played most of our matches with two people. Very true. So what the third the third guy just got a. Your third Our opponent third just got a buy. They let us basically. play the rest of the matches, and um, we had to basically we had to sweep because even though it's they auto would loss. let right an auto one out of the three was a loss. Gotcha. So they were like, you can either drop or you can play through. I don't know how we didn't get fellowship after that. Yeah, no doubt, right? <laughs> well, they're probably gonna get. You can't get fellowship for an illegal guy. Guy that can't do math. Yeah, right? but we d- we didn't do it illegal, and we stayed in even though we only had two people. Yeah, well. So I mean, and you know what? We actually ended up going like, uh, I think two and two. So. I mean, is it a, do I know this guy that couldn't math? Yeah, you know him. He's local. Oh, Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> His name rhymes with Schmody Bogleby. <laughs> oh, poor guy yeah. couldn't math. He, he couldn't math. No, he oh. mathed wrong. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad now. Yeah. I feel bad. I asked. <laughs> oh man. Well. Uh, oh well. Good time out here. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. I'm still debating it whether or not I want to spend seventy five dollars on six. Boosters of Spider-Man. Right? I, uh... I'm just like... Eh. Eh. <laughs> I mean... I mean, here's my thought, right? It, is It's 9 a.m. starts Teams. And noon starts the constructed side event that's 400 Modern Limited. And... I mean, Dave, you know how much we love 400 Modern Limited. Indeed, I do. That, that side event is almost, uh... Uh, Wait, there's a side like, event that's 400 Modern Limited? Yeah, at noon on Saturday. I think I'll be playing in the quarterfinals, won't I? Uh, the semifinals start at 5 on Saturday. Yeah, teams in the in singles will not overlap. Yeah, so if uh, if teams go that long, they will not start the semifinals until they're able to start it. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they learned so, from the debacle that was Origins. So we can either do teams or 400 limited. Right. What does 400 limited get you? Um, uh, the glory of the win. Oh, okay. probably probably those it, new maps, I bet. Yeah, I mean, I would. It doesn't say on the thread yet. Um, what? Uh, I mean, she just did the teams. So I would assume this constructed side event, or maybe the semifinals, will be her next article. Well, yeah. Uh, also, I mean. I mean the way we are right now, we got potentially four people going, and like, I was just gonna sit out and let y'all play if you wanted to do that, but I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it um, secretly. Yeah, I mean, it's not so much the <laughs> yeah yeah. So uh, I don't know. Uh, 
I, I would enjoy winning the teams, and I mean, I think we've got a good enough uh, team of folks that are familiar with the Spider-Man set to play well, but I just don't know if I want to subject myself to eight hours of Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Jade. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. I mean, he hates I guess the set because pull... it has very limited probability control. And... Yes. I mean, if I pulled if I pulled handstand Spidey and Silk, I'd be golden. Yeah, that'd be a pretty awesome combo. Yeah. Indeed, it would. I'll take Fool Down Mephisto. <laughs> you know, the night that I played him at 400 points um, that we had, he died. You just basically, you know, spend one round on him and you could kill him. Yeah, my my strategy was just to let him sit there until I dealt with everyone else and then kill him. <laughs> right? It's like, you sit yeah. there where I murder your friends. Well, you know, in his top clicks, he's no threat whatsoever. No. Uh, as da- you know, the damage dealer, so I'm just saying, hey, you just sit there and be, and I'll, be quiet, and then I'll slap you when I get done. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pip slap yeah. that ass. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to hit you and give you running shot pulse wave pop control. No, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think if you were playing him in sealed, you'd almost have to push him to that click. Yeah. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah, I wonder if that's the, uh, on a side note, I wonder if that's like the first uh, pro trick that uh, most play, that, that competitive players uh, learn is that you can ignore willpower. You can ignore the pushing damage, or you know what I mean. Ignore, choose to ignore the ignoring of the pushing damage. Uh, I don't think that should be a, a, a pro trick. Everybody should know and understand that. <laughs> well, you think about it. No, I mean, uh, I, I would say, from my perspective, two years ago, it was like, oh, I got willpower. I don't have to push. And someone said, you know, you may not want to ignore pushing damage. You may want to push to your second click, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember when I learned that. So I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's not that fresh in my mind when I realized that that was the case. But you know, it's I, weird. It's, it's like shape change. You may roll shape change. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Shape change is not optional now, though. Uh, weren't there some pe- pieces that said that they may roll? I thought shape change in the wording said you may roll a d6. Yeah, I think... Because I've uh, seen people say, I'm not going to roll shape change. Enjoy hitting my Mystic character for one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's the way it is anymore. Okay. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I'm not... Uh, I don't think that that's right. I'm, I'm going to look it up real quick. All right. Um, it may have just been in previous wording. Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, I'm trying to look it up. Of course, there's no way to easily pull it up anymore. Um, oh, gosh. So this will tie in with one of our uh, community questions as well. But uh, we, can, we can talk about that whenever uh, we get to Jeff's question. We'll, we'll, table, we'll table our shape change until uh, we get to Jeff's question. I think that'll... Tie in really well with that. So, um, you guys want to talk about worst sets? Uh, sure. Let's get the bad stuff out of the way now. 
<laughs> yeah, let's get to stuff we're going to rant about, I suppose. So, uh, we brought this up. Real quick, Dan. Our, yeah. I got it. Okay. It says, when this character is chosen as the target of an attack, you may roll a d6. So. But, uh, isn't uh, may the one that you have to? Yeah, may, like, may means must. Does it? Yeah. It says you yeah. may roll a d6. Can, okay. can, yeah. can is really May, and May is must. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, my God. Okay. It's here, Continue. quick, Dave. Don't be surprised. Ah, all right, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, let's, uh, we'll submit, we're going to submit our uh, nominations for worst set ever uh, for a roundtable discussion. Um, so, Jason, why don't, why don't you go first? Okay, well, you know, I've been thinking about this a little bit. For instance, you know, because this is going to come down to personal preference probably more than anything else. Uh, but for me, like the one set, like in all the ten years that's about that I've been playing HeroClix right now, the one time I didn't go out and buy like a brick of the set was Teen Titans. I was just totally unexcited about the crap that was in Teen Titans. I, I, most of the figures were kind of underwhelming, uh, to say the least, for me. Had probably the worst Fast Forces of all time. The Ravagers Fast Forces was just total utter shit. Uh, and there were a, a few figures that were okay, uh, in my opinion, but the team base yeah, was the, the, the only redeeming quality about the thing. Yeah, so I mean, it, yeah, obviously there was a bunch of overpowered team bases in there, so it wasn't all completely crap, right? Well, not I say not not all of it, but a lot of it. Yeah, and, it's, and, it's, and, I, and I don't particularly care for Teen Titans as a theme myself. So yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much just com- all that combi- combined just kind of turned me off. Well, I mean, it had a good LE in Ravager. Uh, yeah, she, I mean, even though no moving attack, but back then you could just give her a hammer. <laughs> but you know, and saying and that, the I team bases, but only yeah. really the Justice League was worth a damn. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, uh, there was, you know, not this, t- but the, uh, not, okay, the, one's the, uh, the, vill- the villain one there. Villains for Hire. That had a little bit of play, uh, that was pretty good, uh, for a while with that trait that it had scoring extra points. But, as I sat there and thought about it, Batman Arkham Origins, man, that was horrible. I never played anything from that set. Nothing from that was any good. You, you, you remember that set, Dave? Right. Uh, yeah, like, it had that one super expensive Deathstroke that looked really cool, but, like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he but was he, fine and casual, but he was still 200 freaking points, man. Yeah, there was, so, there was nothing redeeming in that set, really. So, Jason, so the, the, the villains for hire team base? Yeah. So it would have been 200 points uh, to fit in a 300-point game? Yes. And then it says... Uh, Villains for Hire can use the sharpshooter ability at the beginning of the game, choose an opposing character. That character is the mark. If the mark is KO'd by an attack made by a character with the Villains for Hire keyword, victory points awarded for that character are doubled. Which is something exactly. people used at Worlds the first year it came out. Yeah, that was a, that was pretty big. It scored you a lot of extra points. But dang, that thing only has 200 points and 1, 2, 3, 4, Four, five, six, seven killed it. 
Yes. Yeah. Man. I believe it was out there the same year that Ghost Rider, like, dominated Worlds, wasn't it? I think so. It was around that same time. Because Justice yeah. League was out. See, that was pretty dominant at that point, too. Right, um, until they errated the team bases. But, I, I mean, I watched it happen at, at Gen Con, you know, people just score. And, and other tournaments, maybe not just not Worlds, but in a lot of the other tournaments there, they were just using to score tons of extra points. It was fairly effective. Right, yeah. but it didn't win a whole lot. <laughs> no, it didn't, it, it didn't win the big tournaments or anything like that. Right. But for, the, for the Tier 2 stuff, it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, I can see that. It has some pretty good uh, uh, values, and it has some pretty good team abilities on the characters. I think it looks like it starts out with uh, Deathstroke. Modify attack and damage by plus one when they uh, target their mark. So that'd be twelve for five. Not bad. Yeah, and it had the it could choose one of the uh, oh asset dial powers also right on top click if it needed to. Yeah, that's what I was talking about the Deathstroke yeah. asset dial. Yeah. Well, not as de- it started with Deathstroke, but you also could choose a different one to go along with Deathstroke. It had the they had the circle uh, the hand circle oh, yeah, symbol right. there, <laughs> the circle jerk gotcha. symbol as I call it. <laughs> well, yeah, so you could use uh, cinder start to cinder and have ignore hindering. Right. No, I'm sorry, ignore blocking terrain. Uh, yeah, that was a good one to to have. Or you could. We're talking change. about a lot about a, a piece that sucked. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed playing it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. Well, you tell me you enjoyed playing it, but you tell me the set sucked. The, the set, set wasn't overall. that good. For every Over. good piece in Teen Titans, there were Ten a bunch of over-costed <laughs> pieces. They weren't, like, terrible. They just, like, okay, you can... So, like, the Nightwing was, like, 110 points, and you could get a, a Nightwing that did the same exact shit for 90 points. You know what I mean? From another set at the time. Right, and it was yeah. too close to the Batman set for a lot of the, you know, Batman-oriented pieces to be worth a damn. Because, like, it's like, why am I going to use this? I got an Outsiders Batman team ability Nightwing that's, you know, ten points cheaper and deeper dialed with better stats a set ago, you know? Right, yeah, yeah I can see that. I don't know, I guess maybe it was mostly the thing for me, and, and a lot of the figures did suck. And that's what really put it over the top for me to be horrible. Yeah, it looks like if it wasn't a non-team-based figure that it, it did kind of blow. Right, and um, even some of the figures that people really wanted that were popular, like uh, Starfire and Raven and stuff like that, they came on the team bases. So if you got a brick and you didn't get that team base, now you either gotta go buy another team base or try to... And people were charging like as much for the single figs as they were for the entire team base out of a booster. Oh like, goodness. if you wanted to get Starfire, you were going to pay $30 for that Starfire. If you're going to pay $30, you might as well go down to the damn store and buy a whole damn team base. Exactly. Yeah. So, it was just a pain in the ass. Um, I remember the Justice League team base was ridiculously expensive when it first came out. Oh, man, it was going for like 100 bucks to start yeah, out with. it was stupid for expensive. A, for a complete one. And then people would, well, like, there were stores... They would pay. They would want like eighty bucks for the team base, and then they want twenty bucks a piece for the figures that came on the team base. It was yeah. really dumb. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, 
What about uh, what about you, Dave? I know you said you hadn't had a lot of time to think about it. Uh, no. Sorry about that. <laughs> I closed my window on my phone. Uh, it's it's nothing against Dan's favorite character. I just didn't like the set. I, I go with Invincible Iron Man. Um, there were good set like pieces in the set. You know, like I'm looking through it right now. All right. So, like, for every Silver Centurion, we get a Freak, a Magia Goon, a Hammer Industries Joan, a Dreadnought, a Brothers Grimm, a Puck. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the Sasquatch Prime was fun. You know, and I'm trying not to look only competitive. I liked, was number 15 Tony Stark the mind control one? Yeah, he was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver um, Centurion, zero, zero, 001 Iron Man. Uh, right. The chases um, were pretty decent, I thought. Well, the zero zero one Iron Man wasn't that great. The common one, he was, yeah, he was he was too squishy on his low dial and too many points on his high. And there were pieces that already did what he did for cheaper. He was fun in a casual environment, and he was nasty if you pulled him in sealed. Yeah, he had a he had a time. Right before he retired on the ID card. Prime War Machine was, was really cool, but really expensive to play in any format. 245 yeah. points. Yeah. Um, uh, Iron Pharaoh, though. Man. Oh, I, mean, I was getting to it. <laughs> Iron Monger 2.0 was super fun to play in freaking casual games, or maybe even no tactics because of everything exploding. Because explosions that, are fun. Iron Monger 2.0 did win me a map back in January. Right. The stealth suit roadie was pretty cool. Um, I like the Iron Man and War Machine duo, but whenever it came out, there were a lot of people. The Iron Man 3 movie had just come out, and people were using Iron Man Iron Patriot instead. Yeah, Um, that was an awesome piece. (laughs) I loved Absorbing Man and Titania. I still play them in games today, but for every one of them, we get, you know, Thunderball. I mean, let's be honest, uh, while the chases were cool, like, Pharaoh and Paladin were the only ones that were worth playing outside of a casual environment. Like, I like Soldier, but I could never make him really work because they all lack willpower. The trait was super cool. The Absorbing Man LE was cool. The other two LEs sucked. And then, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like for every good piece, there were about ten pieces that just weren't even fun. Or weren't even that good. I don't know. Count Nefaria messed me up one good time in a casual game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I remember him. Yeah. Yeah, Count Nefaria uh, would wreck your day. Right. But, I mean, like, for... He's just a lot of points. I don't... And for five range. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, like, sitting crossbones was kind of fun. The Hyperion Prime was... Something I never really got to use because he was so damn expensive to buy. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, like, I look at the set and a lot of it's stuff I don't care about. Melter, ghosts, you know, Crimson Cowl I used one time to try something. But other than that, it wasn't that great a piece. So, I mean, I don't know. If I just don't think there's a lot of good pieces in the set. I think you could get maybe ten out of however many they got in there. There's no fast horses with the set. It's a 56-piece uh, set with three LEs 
and like eight pieces in the, or I'm sorry, ten piece freaking gravity feed. Now, the thing that makes up for all the suckage for most of the lane pieces is the power plant, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, the power plant was awesome. The power plant was really sweet, and it came with that set, so it's pretty much attached to it, you know? It, it had some, the power plant had a little bit of success, just a few. No, no, I'm, I'm saying the power plant is good, but we can't base the set's success on the power plant. Like, if yeah, you take overall. Iron Pharaoh, Silver Centurion, and a power plant out of this, this set's dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and it's still one of those sets of WizKids is trying to get rid of boosters over it today. So right. that goes <laughs> to show you that it just didn't sell that well. Yeah, I guess so. I'm sorry, I, I cannot provide any further comment because I love Iron Man. I know you love Iron Man. It's not a comment against the character of Iron Man. It's just the set that they made for him. I don't like it. Maybe they were. Uh, maybe the set designer was drinking like Tony whenever he, they made it. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion. I, I agree with Jason, though. I thought Teen Titans was hot garbage, too. Like, I was really looking forward to that set. And then I saw a lot of the stuff in it, and I was really disappointed with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was so bad. Uh, yeah. Uh. So so let me ask this, just in quickly, maybe. So going further back, because those are both two pretty recent ones. Uh, okay. You know, three years or so. So what, if you want to go if you, further back if you than go, that? Go further back within the context well, of the sets of that you, day. If you go back and look at... Avengers and Justice League. Those were the two sets where we first got special powers. And the designers didn't know how to deal with special powers. And most of those are just utter garbage. Because most of the special powers were detrimental, or they were gimped versions of standard powers, or something of that like. And most of that stuff was just complete shit. Overall. I mean... It started something that turned into really, to, you know, into a great thing. The white powers that just really made this game in the last, however, you know, almost ten years since that came out. But at that point in time, they were just they were looking back on them now. They were just bad. Yeah. So looking at the uh, uh, the uh, 002 Iron Man from Avengers, he had a special damage power. When Iron Man is giving a ranged combat action targeting a single character, roll a roll one d six if the attack succeeds. The result replaces Iron Man damage value for the attack. After the attack is resolved, deal Iron Man two unavoidable damage. Exactly, it's stuff like that. A lot of his powers are self damaging, uh, that sort of thing. There were a few pieces that were pretty decent. Like, the Scarlet Witch Super Rare from that set was an awesome piece for 35 points. I used her a ton. Why is she always yeah. a Super Rare? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's just popular and usually has boss powers. <laughs> you know. But, like, you look at uh. you look at pieces like, uh, I don't know, let's say uh, Molecule Man. He was just, he just wasn't that good. His His power was overly complicated and didn't do that much. <laughs> and it was down. It was down dial too, right? So yeah, it was down dial. Uh, 113 points, no reducer, um, and a random 19 defense stuck in the middle. Yeah, or uh, you look at uh, the Red Skull. I mean, this is the Red Skull with the he had a cosmic cube power, 
He could use outwit, per, outwit and perplex and prop control, but when he did, he had to roll a d6, and on a 1-3-3, three, three, he gives himself an unavoidable damage for using that power. What, does he think he's Gollum? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that was, it's a cool power that just turned into crap because he had a 50-50 chance of hurting himself. Right. With a seven-click dial that quickly went to a 14 defense in the middle. <laughs> God. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, and like you look at the Justice League set, uh, you know, 001 Batman was by far and away the best piece to come out of that set. Uh, but a lot, most of the other stuff was just trash. Oh, God, yeah. Like, the, the original Mr. Mitzelplick. So bad. <laughs> well, like, hundred- I, um, I worked for a store that sold singles in Heroclix, and you would not believe how many Justice League singles they had that they just could not get rid of because they were garbage and ugly. <laughs> yeah. A lot yeah. of the sculpts were ugly. Yeah, yeah so... The sculpts have improved I mean, a lot. Gotcha. So I'll submit my uh, my suggestion, and uh, I'm going with uh, Uncanny X Men. The okay. new one? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. All right. I mean, yourself. so and and you know I would have said that to myself uh, before Spider Man was released, but now Spider Man is released. Um, so you've got World's Finest on the backside of Uncanny X-Men and Superior Foes of Spider-Man in the front of it. And I don't know. I, I don't think that they... I think it was their first attempt at the specialist styles, and they're just <clears throat> way underwhelming compared to what we get in Spider-Man. Yeah, so, I, I think I can. I can see that. So, and, and that's the be, that would be my suggestion for worst set within its within my time. Um, I mean, you even take uh, it's just the the Marvel set before Uncanny X Men was uh, Nick Fury, and you know all of the you got all the Shield agents, all that sort of thing. You know, the, there was a ton of good generics in there. Um, you know, I don't know. Uncanny X Men was not fun to play in Battle Royals. Uh, it's not. There's not even but what two, maybe three competitive pieces out of there, really. Yeah, there's what, probably out of, out of Uncanny X Men. Yeah, there's got to be at least three. I th- three. Okay, Proteus, so, oh, Proteus, four, four, four. Qu- Proteus, Fast Forces, Jean Grey, Morlock. Iceman. Iceman, yeah. you got to throw Morlock, because without Morlock, without. Proteus doesn't exist. <laughs> Mor- Morlock, yes. Yeah. Uh, Vanisher. Yeah, Vanisher, here you go, yeah. I mean, maybe not so now, but um, he was for a little bit. I mean, he still, he, well, hell, he just got played this weekend, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Quick Silver I mean, has seen some play. I get what you're saying, though. There's there's not a lot in there. Like I'm looking through. So I mean, you're even and... talking about. I think you know you even listed the li- the less amount of pieces than you say you did for Teen Titans. You know, competitive, <laughs> oh competitive. no no no! This is far and away better than Teen Titans. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's see. So how many are we saying are are okay? So Jean Grey. Jean right? Grey. 
Yeah, okay. Morlock. Morlock. Proteus. Morlock, yes, counts as three. Yes, yeah, so that's two total, so we're up to three. Iceman. Four. Mystique. Five. I think the uh, uncommon uh, Magneto would be played more if it wasn't for Gene Gravy in a round. Uh, and then you got Quicksilver making six. Quicksilver. Do yeah. we include Banisher? Because he's about yeah. to be overshadowed yes. by Overdrive. Yeah, I think Banisher, Banisher <laughs> still, though. So seven, right? Yeah. All right, and Jason said Teen Titans. All right, so let's see here. The Justice League base counts as one. And that's pretty uh, much where it stops. <laughs> Jinx, Jinx made some builds. The uh, Dr. Light was really good. I think we're just reaching for it now. Uh I don't I don't I'm think looking so. <laughs> I'm looking through this list. That that common, well, the only the common th- Wonder Girl was not bad. Oh, we're just talking about competitive, so for everyone who's like super cash, we we, we pointed out some good stuff in the set. <laughs> <laughs> but we are looking I'm looking for competitive and it's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you pulled yeah. Superboy Prime in sealed. Yeah. That's the only the rest, time he was worth the it. The rest of the chases yeah. were garbage. So so one, maybe two, maybe three if you want to count another team base, which would be the villains for hire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Def, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't say Spider-Man. <laughs> I was really thinking he was going to go Batman. Mm. Um, there's a lot of crap in the Batman set, but, uh, as I was looking through it, I realized there was a lot more good stuff than what I originally thought there was. Well, so, one, I wasn't around when Batman was released. Oh, okay, well, that helps. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, um, two, uh, no, I, as much as I don't like Spider-Man, I like Uncanny, I, I dislike Uncanny X-Men more. Okay. So I actually I think that uh, Spider-Man is a, actually a pretty decent set. I just dislike the amount of support powers that we've got. Yep. Fair and enough. He's making that seventeen clicks of probs look good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't retire Age of Ultron. Let us have a quinjet another. I can't year. tell you how no. many people that, that stuff were is like going. were like um. <laughs> God, I hate that you have 17 freaking clicks of Pulse Wave. Because, <laughs> like, I'm getting one, or not Pulse Wave, but uh, Probability Control. Like, no matter how hard they hit it, I'm still getting Probability Control if I want it, so. It was yeah, awesome. Uh, I'm pretty sure come summertime, Superman Wonder Woman's going to be our oldest active modern age set. Oh my god, dude, are they getting rid of everything? <laughs> um <laughs> nah, Jason, so uh, we could probably talk about that. I think that Superman Wonder Woman could could get cut out. You no, shut your whore so. mouth. I definitely don't think so. It There's was like no o- it was October of last year, dude. Like uh, or two, yeah. Yeah, it hasn't even been. Oh God, that has been out a year. Yeah, man, this year is. It's flown been by, out a dude. year. Age of Ultron is going to be probably be gone. I don't know. It's barely been out a year. I'm thinking that they they cut Warlight early yeah, based on that. If you look at the release dates, AOU was released on six one of twenty fifteen, uh, and uh, Agents of Shield was eight twelve of twenty fifteen. 
So you, you might we might get to keep Agents of Shield, but Superman one of them is actually November of last year. There's no way it's going. No. Nah. Um I mean obviously we're saying bye to Flash and Trinity War. I mean the current president The current presidents is the way they've always went before Agents of Shield and everything before that's going. Yeah. So no Avengers so. assembled. Flash, yeah. Trinity War, Avengers Assembled, AOU. That's two sets think, of each. Yeah, I think it'll create an interesting dynamic to have uh, ID cards partially retired and one of the two uh, round tables retired. So, yeah. we need a DC Storyline OP kit. Well, you know, I think after that whole announcement with the Colossal OPs, I think that's going to be our big summer OP. I don't think we're going to get a big storyline OP this year. Well, I mean... Uh, they would have they announced it at, at the at the open house, I think. But I want, like, a set. <laughs> Not I don't just think we're getting, you could win a Colossal. I don't think we're getting a set, man. I think we're getting those four Colossal OP, OP kids. So you think slots are a thing of the past? No, I just think this year that's what they're doing. They're fucking us. That's what they're doing. I want they, my damn DC slop. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at, the, at the Alliance Open House, they've been always they've always announced that that storyline OP, and they didn't do that this year. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to go and submit my idea for a DC storyline OP. It's called Night of the Questions, and it's a uh. 50 piece set of different questions. I can't believe they never done Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's the obvious huge DC storyline. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it just kills me inside, man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what we're, you're getting a prime, uh, prime rape ape and a Ferris <laughs> air jet, <laughs> a, a new stream of Gorath and whatever the other Marvel thing was. Uh, uh, the, uh, no, and you're getting the, uh, giant Wonder Woman and the, uh, giant Captain America robot. Maybe they just, those are, those are, those are case incentives, dude, not the... Oh, OPs. those are the case, oh, the OPs, okay, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, those are case incentives. Maybe... Still not a slop. Maybe they did War of Light, and they were just like, that's enough DC storyline OP kit for forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they both both the DC ones were like six months, right? There was War Light, and there was freaking God, No Man's Land. Yeah, that was six months, two months, too long. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, they switched the Civil War and Age of Ultron were four months, and that was a lot better. I think four months is just right for it. I think I was done with freaking both of those by month four. I was done with Civil War by month two, and I won that damn thing. I mean, if you remember better than Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet was like, what? Was it, wasn't it like eight? Was it six months, or was it eight It was months? six months, yeah. Because you came out with uh, each one of them uh, guys holding gems. It may have been longer, but I think it was just six. I couldn't. So the Infinity Gauntlet had one, two, three, four, five, six gems on it, so it makes sense that it was six months. Yep, there you go. And then there was one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, seven prizes actually. So, okay, yeah. And then it was well, the, there was the big Thanos. and Thanos were this last month, so. Okay. 
So yeah. Yeah. So for sure, six months. No, sorry, I counted. Uh, no, there's seven. There's seven. Yeah, Taraxia Adam Warlock and Thanos were the last month. Yeah. Together. Taraxia worst Ellie ever. Yeah, she was kind of butt to be honest. Yeah. Like she her... looks cool with her white white dial and stuff, but. Yeah, just oh, underwhelming beyond that. Yeah, I can remember being at Gen Con one year, and they gave out Taraxia LEs as, a, as like a free prize to everybody at one of the tournaments, and everybody just kind of groaned. <laughs> like, what, what a bunch of cheap assholes. Great. We get we get something free, yay, and then it's, then it's Taraxia. Oh. You're like, oh, I already have five of these in the garbage at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So... So, I got a good wanna, idea for next episode, and we should get some uh, fan interaction on it. All right. Best OP kit figure, like the ones that come with the full sets. So, like, Ravager or uh, – and I guess we can include the uh, Baya brick figs like um, Batman – or uh, Nightwing and Batgirl, stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I got you. That could be good. Since they're – you know, they're kind of going out, so I guess just the best LE fig to, to them. Okay. Well, I'll post the question uh, next week. Okay. For next week. That sounds fun. Good discussion there. Yeah. There have been a lot of good ones and a lot of crappy ones. I'm looking at you, yeah. Matches Malone. <laughs> and I think we're all looking at you, Kyle Rayner. <laughs> Speaking of... Speaking of Invincible Iron Man and crappy L.E., Bethany Cave. Oh, my God, right? She was such... Like, she was like, I could do something with her, but I never got around to doing it because she sucks. Uh, I played her on a... I mean, it's casual, right? It's not a... She was not a competitive... Right, I'm talking about casual, too. Like, I just always found something else to run for the points. Well, you know, I played (laughs) her on a few Stark Industries team... And she was great with a hammer. <laughs> Everyone's great with a hammer. With a hammer. <laughs> yeah. That argument doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Junk. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was all right. The I think the worst uh, the Ellie out of that. I think the stealth suit Iron Man the the see through clear great. one. Yeah. He just, yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, for his points, he was just butt. You could have played any other uh, any other Iron Man, and they would have been better. Yeah, it, it, yeah and he's oddly uh, oddly costed at 124. That's just math is hard, as we've already established. <laughs> right? Damn math. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's hop into our uh, um, community questions. Okay, I have not researched these at all. This will be great. Yeah, you'll be fine. I know. So, uh, my uh, our first question was actually delivered to me uh, in person. Um, so Sam Powell asks us, "What do you think will be the most played team at Rock Cup?" Hmm. I think Devil Dinosaur is the new hotness. You're gonna see. I think you're gonna see a bunch of him. Uh, yeah. So and. Uh, so in preparation for this, I actually uh, uh, messaged uh, messaged our boy Easton for his for a quote on this. So we actually have our first uh, quote for the show. Um, so uh, I asked him about the Devil Dinosaurs and what do you think uh, 
about the Rock Cup, and he says, I think the Jets will come back out at the Cup, uh, but Dino is still something to be wary about. So, I think if I had to say most played team, I think it'll be a Jet. Yeah, that's a fair. That's a, that's a good Yeah, game. that's a... That's... If we're going straight quantity, uh, then, uh, yeah, Jet. <laughs> yeah, that could work. What do you think, Dave? Uh, you guys have taken really good answers, so I'm just going to be a could... jackass and go Ninja Turtles. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, Kyle. Uh, so is this over all formats or just for the main event? Just for the just the, the quarterfinals, the semis, and the finals. Okay, so over two different tactics events and one 300 limited? Well, yeah, yeah let's okay. we'll separate your... The th- separate your look, you know what, that's a good point. So I think 300 modern jet. Right, 300 modern jet. I think if you combined all of them and took the, the biggest like piece that was going to be in all events, I think there's going to be so many Krangs in limited that they're going to outnumber anything in any other format. <laughs> yeah. well, Devil, yeah, Di- Devil Dino could be awesome. In, in, in Devil limited. Dino is you're, going you're, to be super nasty. You're, in you're, gonna, you're probably going to see a lot of him. There's going to be a lot. And it's going to take Krang a few shots to kill him. So, what, yeah. three or four? I don't know. What's it going to take, so I Dan? Think, uh, <laughs> so, I, here, here's my thought on dealing with Devil Dinosaur. And um, I'm actually okay with kind of talking about this because I want everybody else to kill the devil dinosaurs. So I don't have to deal with them. <laughs> uh, but so I think I think everyone says, oh, you know, he's got three stop clicks and he's got um, all this other stuff, right? Um, you know, I I think if you just go ahead, use your nick, getting to the last stop click on click four, then sure, you're dealing with a charge, blazing, uh, pissed off dinosaur, (laughs) pissed off dinosaur, right? But, that means that he's going to have to come to you. Mm -hmm. And, if he wants to be effective at that, he's going to have to come to you. And then at that point, he can be side blasted, you know, exploited, you know, all kinds of, you know, other crazy stuff um, once you get past that first stop click. I mean, okay. once he gets past that, once he gets to that click four stop click, then okay. well, he, can't, he can't be healed above it. That, that's very valid in modern where you can use Nick as an ID character, but are you going to play Nick in limited as a full main force figure to do that? Or is he falling out of favor enough that that's not going to happen now? Um, I think there will be main force Nicks out there. I think there will be main force Nicks out there. But that many? Or is everybody going to go to the new flashy stuff? Uh, I'm going to say there's not as many as normal. So here's the other thing, and you talked about this with Mephisto, Jason. So let's say you're playing Krang and you run into that devil dinosaur. Uh, Krang just runs out there, kills all the devil dinosaur support, and runs away from him at his two speed. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I only played a Devil Dinosaur once, and that was in Tactics, and I killed every Pog that he popped out, and I killed all his support, and then I had 
a lot of stuff to go and fight the Devil Dino. So, I mean, people are using the War Wheel to tote him around and tactics right now. Those aren't going to be available and limited. How are you going to move him around? You're, well, you could, you uh, can mix you can, click tiny him. Yeah, that's about the only way to really do it that I can think of off the top of my head. Right. Yeah. So you, so, or Ant-Man. You can Ant-Man. Yeah, you well, can Ant-Man special, tiny him. Have overdrive objects, carry him up. And, special objects are back in limited, right? So, uh, pin particles, I guess. Well, pin particles could, ma- could make a flyer giant so that the flyer could carry him. Yeah, something Can he equip that. an object? No, no he can't. Because no, you could do somebody... You can use somebody else to do it, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, I think so. I can make it work. I mean, there's no there's no reason they couldn't. Um, I mean, I'd love to play him in limited. I I love having all kinds of attackers. I feel like that's one of the best things you can do in limited. Is yeah. have so many attackers that they can't possibly stop all of them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and in limited, I mean, you don't have to worry about a resource, obviously, but I mean, you've got good keywords. I mean, he's got animal, right? Uh, and Team him with some clarions. Team <laughs> with clarions. He's got past. I mean, to where there's your main force, Nick, Jason. Yeah, that's true. And a Jean Grey. And a Jean Grey. She can't yeah. TK so. him, but. Uh, she can TK a pog, then TK another pog, and he can TK a pog. Or you can TK out Nick and yep. TK him back and yeah, no, you know, back into his uh, swarm of buddies who protect lines of fire to him. So. Yeah, the, the more we talk about this, the better it's looking to play that other team we had been practicing. <laughs> yeah, yes, I know. We're living in the age of pogs right now. I mean, pogs are the dominant thing really overall. Yeah, they're good. So. Next, uh, we'll move on to our next question then. Um, so our next question comes to us from Brian Poland. And uh, so Brian, uh, Brian's been commenting on our show a little bit, so thanks for listening, Brian. And uh, so uh, he played in the Michigan Rock, and his question comes to us, why did uh, P.J. Boland have to inspire me to make a shittier version of his team? P.S. Ant Swarms are not that good at turning the teleporter. Uh, disclaimer, the ginger in the kilt is in no way to blame for my horrible performance. <laughs> and then Brian goes on to write that uh, he dropped after going 1-2 uh, and two with 305 points. Uh, he played Devil Dinosaur, Morphing Ant-Man, uh, Nighthawk Prime with a full teleporter. So that ended at even 300 points. Hmm. So he just went for uh, for all of the pogs. Right. Um. I mean... So it related to his question, um, uh, you know, Brian, uh, I'm, I saw that you were running, making some comments very late or very close to the event about building a team, and uh, I think this is we can probably keep track about how many episodes in a row I say this. Practice makes your team better. Um, I think you probably would have found some good tweaks to make to that team because you've got a good base of a team. Uh, maybe your cards could have been tweaked a little bit more, but uh, practice makes your team perfect. Can can you? What was this team again? Uh, Devil Dino, two morphing Ant Mans, and Nighthawk Prime with a full teleporter. Okay, Devil Dino, two Ant Mans. Are all of Devil Dino's pogs tiny sized? I don't believe uh, so. I'll tell you. So. I'll tell you. Just so the ants aren't carrying them. 
Homicide crabs are a regular size. Mo- Rockabilly modocs are regular size. Drop bears are tiny. Okay. So, I mean, it's honestly, it's other than the concept of wanting to spin the round table up, it's nothing like PJ's team. PJ, right. PJ calls in a lot of IDs, too, with his team. Right. So, I mean, and those don't count against his action total, which is one of the big things. And he's got so many pieces that I, I get how he's trying to do it because we've, we've done similar things as far as, like, you put a bunch of ants on the table. Oh, they kill the ants. Oh, they kill the drop bears. And for every time they do this, you know, you're clicking up. But um, unless you can call in pretty frequently, it, it's still not going to spin it up quick enough. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's where the, probably the weakness of this team was is uh, it didn't it didn't have anybody can call in really decently without tokening it up, right? If you're tokening up Devil Dino... Then you're not making pogs. If you're, you're tokening up pogs. Ant-Man... You're not making ants. Yeah. So, I'm, so I mean, that's just the no, only thing. I like the so team. I, <laughs> so, I, and here, here I'll, I'll end this, uh, my thought on this one with, you know, uh, just keep in mind, right? You went one and two, but guess what? You got out of the house, you played something, and you tried where a bunch of other internet quarterbacks don't. Right. So uh, we, we've gotten some of the attendance. You know, we know who went to the Michigan Rock, and there was a ton of good players that went. Um, so you had stiff competition. I don't know if this was your first uh, first Rock or, you know, your 30th one, but uh, getting out of the house and going to a full competitive event is always something to be admired. So, um, yeah, Kudos what to you for trying. Yeah. Yeah, I think he got out and tried, so, you know, good job. I mean, uh, if you don't get there and experiment, you're not going to know what's going to work and what's not. Right, and, and one suggestion I would make is um, I tried a team somewhat similar before Devil Dino. Um, maybe take out one Ant-Man and throw out Turtle, because a, a lot of the issues with the Ant teams is pacing. The, with, with any Pog army, you get pacing. It, it's, um, you know, because, like, um, I was talking to Easton. And I was like, what do you think I'd do if I play a devil dinosaur? What, what, what's the approach that you've seen? You know, because for me, my first instinct is to just slug through every obstacle. And, and he was like, just forget the pogs. Just go buy them. Kill everything else. They're slow, and they barely have, you know, their movement attack is extremely limited. Their range is extremely limited. You know, so just forget them, run by them, do whatever you got to do. You know, that's what he originally told me. Now, I don't know if he's changed his mind about that since. He's had more experience playing against it. But somebody like Turtle would prevent someone from outpacing the ants and the drop bears and the things like that. Right. I, yeah, because Ant-Man, Ant-Man doesn't have to move five. I mean, he can move, you know, one square and make an ant. Right. So. Yep. Cool. So <laughs> we'll move on to our next... Uh, question from uh, Chris Smotherman. Uh, what power or combo have you used recently that you've never or hardly ever used? Uh, and Chris goes on to say that he, he had some uh, experience using a mind control uh, from uh, Pied Piper um, and uh, controlled a Mary Marvel with the intention of having her break away and she failed her break, hypersonic breakaway role. Um, mm. But uh, he came back and won the match with the uh, 
uh, Devil Dino, uh, the Rape Ape, uh, the Monster Mahala, uh, some cats and uh, some lizards and some other stuff. <laughs> but, uh, cats and so lizards in, and monsters, oh my! Yeah. But in relations to his question, what power or combo have you used recently that you uh, never or hardly ever use? Uh, well, I guess for me, uh, it was Transporter. Uh, when I played that Hulk in the uh, date night scenario the other uh, week, I hardly—I don't ever use Transporter, really. And on that figure, it turns out to be pretty awesome, so he can use those objects to offset the uh, minus two to his attack when he uses Transporter. Yeah. It's like a better version of Outsiders, really. Yeah, I mean... If... Because he's what? He had a... That Hulk had a base 10, a, right? A base 10... Uh, he could pick up an Ultra Heavy to give him a plus three attack, and you could still perplex him, uh, even. So, yeah, you could still wind up with a 13 attack while you're using Transporter if you had the right stuff. Uh, that was pretty. It was pretty fun. It was a fun figure to play. He had a lot of mobility, more than I, yeah. more than I gave him credit for to start off with. Yeah. So, uh, uh, defend. That's my answer. Uh, that same date night, I used the uh, 20 defense Ant-Man, and Jason handed me my ass. <laughs> he uh, had a 13 <laughs> attack. Yeah. So, no, I mean, that was uh, that was fun. So, I don't know. It, 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 and, and I actually heard uh, uh, Derek and the crew talking about this at our rock was, uh, they never play defend teams. Uh, because somebody's going to hit it. Somebody's yeah. dice is going to obliterate you eventually. Yeah, I was in that conversation with them. I was yeah. like, I hate defend teams because somebody's going to roll it. It's going to yeah. happen. High it's just a matter of always, when. High attack always beats high defense. Right. All, all, always. Yeah. Unless you go despo defend Nighthawk Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if you, can't, if you can't up your attack, well, okay. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, look. Just hope that you can uh, down their defense. Right. Yeah. So, Dave, what, what about you, Dave? Uh, game element is that what it is, or power? Just power or, or combo that you haven't used before? Yeah. So it could be a standard power or just a combo of pieces that you you never hardly use. Oh uh, well, crap! I was gonna say I like using perplex twice, but not on the same target. <laughs> I also enjoy when I have two action tokens. Whenever I use Outwit, I can remove an action token from my piece. Okay, so you use those all the time. Let's try one that you've never or hardly ever used. I, I can't think of anything that I don't ever use. You were using, like, uh, what were you using the other night? The Shield TAs and stuff like that? Uh... Oh, yes! That was fun. Okay, thank you, Jason. I was using <laughs> the 99-point Captain America 001 Steve Rogers. Or, I'm sorry, he wasn't zero one. one That was uh, Captain America that was Bucky. So he was, like, with he was like maybe a common or an uncommon. And uh, whenever he... <laughs> if he's standing next to somebody with the Avengers keyword, they can use the shield team ability. And if they have the shield keyword, if they begin the turn next to him, they can use the Avengers team ability for that action. So, like, if they want to move, it won't count against your action total. And it was just... It was kind of cool having the other Avengers there be able to also use the shield team ability to bump up my range or damage whenever I would make shots. So that was that was really fun. And um, I I used to play that piece all the time whenever I first started playing. 
but I never got to really utilize it like I have now as an experienced player. So it was definitely really fun to to go back and kind of do that piece right. Yeah. So um, we don't have a guest on today to do our fun fouls, but uh, uh, I would say that I had a ton of fun Thursday with our uh, event, Jason. I think it's safe to say that what nobody in this group got fun fouls. We should at least say what we played, though. Yeah, let's run. We can yeah. run through that real quick before our next question. We can get audience fun foul feedbacks. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. I think I have to say though, none of us, none of us fun fouled this week. I think we were f cubed. We were fun foul free. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, what was our event, Jason? It was the Mean Streets of Marvel. It was a 400 Golden Age uh, Marvel only uh, character event. With no tactics, and the intent was for you to just play the street-level heroes and villains of the Marvel Universe. So, uh, kind of a low-powered affair. That—that's discrimination against DC characters. Yeah, well, they can suck it. <gasps> yeah. How dare you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what'd you play, Jason? I played. Uh, I had ninety points. Uh, Moon Knight from Superior Foes of Spider-Man. I had a 90-point L.E. Daredevil. I had the 50-point Black Cat from Superior Foes of Spider-Man. A 35-point Cloak and 35-point Dagger from Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Seems like I had another piece. Oh, and I had Power Man Iron Fist from Superior Foes of Spider-Man. So, a bunch of low... And a 45-point Captain America from the Civil War started. A bunch of low dial, low powered pieces that were all street level heroes. Yeah. Um, what all? So, so Dave, um, I don't have your team list, but uh, I was very impressed that you took odd number pieces and made an even four hundred points. <laughs> yeah, he said that in the group chat, and I was like, <laughs> "What is he talking about?" And I looked at the pieces, like, "Oh man, I, I did do that. That's pretty crazy." So, um, I played. Um, Fast Forces, um, Classic Avengers, uh, Captain America at 50 points. I played um, the 88-point Fear Itself um, uh, scenario pack Captain America that's Bucky Barnes. He was 88 points. Um, And you know what? I never used his trait. (laughs) When Captain America is KO'd, choose a friendly character 100 points or less. That character modifies the speed and attack by plus one. If it's named Steve Ro- Captain America or Steve Rogers, modify all of its combat values by plus one instead. <laughs> that would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah, that's, that totally would have been helpful, considering I also played the Captain America 031 is the number. Uh, Steve Rogers rocking his uh, dual Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. team ability. Eight running shot, 12 attack, three damage, baby. I played um, Chaos War Sharon Carter. Uh... The, the classic one that you um, you push on to perplex on her second click, and she gives friendly characters with the Avengers keyword stealth that are adjacent to her. Um, and then I used uh, Chaos War Hawkeye. Um, so I played an all-Golden Age team except for one piece. Um, I wanted to put a Red Wing on there, but I could not find my Red Wing so that I could stealth bust by copying the Avengers initiative team ability with Hawkeye. But so I had a 380 point team, but 
it was super fun, and like uh, Hawkeye having a twelve range triple bolt was really cool. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite old pieces. He was he was so awesome back whenever you could just attach an ATA onto whoever had it, and you didn't have to have a theme team. Oh so yeah. Like, so you could thunderbolt him, and before every match, you could see what you were playing, and then choose your team ability. So most people would be like, "Oh, he's Avengers Initiative," or "Oh, he's Mystics." Or something like that, you know? Yeah. So that was fun. Especially when you played him with, like, um, Morgan Le Fay and Scarlet Witch from the Fast Forces. So you could, like, double perplex up his attack to a 14 and his uh, damage to a 4. And then just, like, hit the crap out of somebody. It was good stuff. <laughs> so I, uh, I played... Uh an all-modern age team. Um, I played the AOU-20 um, Captain America, uh, Avengers Assemble Manifold, the uh, NYPD Officer from Superior Foes, uh, Silk from Superior Foes, Spectrum from Age of Ultron, and the Uncommon Winter Soldier uh, from Nick Fury. So I'll probably just give myself a fun fail because... My team was kind of set there and had a police team ability. I uh, had one, two, three, four police TAs <laughs> with, with with silk copying it, uh, and then Winter Soldier just sat behind everybody and ignored characters and just shot everybody. Man, we've all done uh, it. That used to be that was huge back in like the Batman set and stuff like that because of all the police. Hydra oh, yeah. used to be really popular, too. Around the Hulk set, they were aim renegades. They had Barrier and the Hydra team ability. Oh, yeah. I remember so that. You, so you could, like, put two of them on there, because they were, like, 34 points apiece. And you would sit there and, like, Hydra team ability whenever you shot, and uh, and then you would alternate Barrier between the two of them. So I played an old-school non... Uh, non-fun valley sort of team. Right, yeah, it had an old school feel to it, even though it's uh, a modern team. Which yeah. is really what I like about like the new Spider-Man set. There's so many low point value pieces that are like super finesse, but they're really good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it was funny, uh, uh, as far as dice goes, I think NYPD officer uh, with his nine attack uh, made the most hits for me. <laughs> nice. He's not he's not bad. He's got a nine attack, two damage, uh, five range with side set for uh, thirty five points. Huh. Yeah, that's not not bad. Not bad at all. You know what he'd be great with though? A hammer. <laughs> So, um, so we can move on to our next question. Uh, Jeff Bozeman writes in, I really enjoy hearing your perspective on Heroclix, uh, so thanks for sharing with all of us listening. Well, thanks, Jeff. That's what we do. Um, do you think WizKids will ever start to create team ability explanations for new players uh, to access on printouts, possibly in starter sets or fast forces, maybe even ATA explanations as well? Uh, it just seems to me like this is one area that's not easily accessible for new players to understand and incorporate into their games because of the non-existent descriptions 
of these TAs in the rule book or pack. Yeah, that's something they used to do years ago that they stopped doing. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're lazy. Well, they added, a lot of, <laughs> they added a lot of things to the game that took its place on the pack. And now it's just downloadable on HeroClicks.com. I don't, I don't see that changing any time in the foreseeable future. Probably. Yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, what uh, if you're helping to develop some new players, you know, uh, go in there and print that stuff out for them and show them where the links are at. Yeah, uh, uh, that's probably the best uh, policy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, WizKids is not going to be helping us out with that anytime soon. It's just more cost for them. Yeah, there's more cost, and, you know, it's a cost to print it and include it, and it's also the cost for any artwork and that sort of stuff they put on there as well. Right, and they'll just be like, well, we put it on there for you to print off. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they should include a little slip. Well, and they do, right? They they include the website on all of their uh, stuff um, to say, hey, go visit HeroClicks.com or WizKids.com or whatever to... uh, to view additional information. Yeah, and people just don't take advantage of that like they should. Um, it's 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 a fairly useful resource if you want to find. You know, it's easy enough to find that stuff there. Yeah. But yeah, years ago they used to have the team abilities right on the PAC. Right. Uh, which was nice. Indeed. Uh, I mean, now they did it again, but yeah, just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. We want it to happen. We do. Yeah, I'm an old timer, so I remember that stuff. But yeah, no, some of the even uh. some of the cards that uh, that that hasn't been that far out. Uh, the Stark Industries ATA was new, and I believe the Robot ATA was new with that set as well, and it was on the cards. Yeah, no, that was something they did starting there with the new ATA, but then they didn't. They haven't really done that at any time lately. Uh, no bastards. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's there for print and play. I mean, I think it's uh, you know, uh, new stores and players out there help your newer players out, right? Exactly, got them to that. So we had a little bit of a uh, rock action in Michigan yesterday. Uh, a lot. Uh, so they had the 42 players. They had a top 16. We've got the sheets for the top eight. And uh, five out of the eight were devil dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, like I said, the new hotness, age of the pog. That's what we're in right now. Yeah. So we can run through the uh, top eight. And I don't have this in any particular order. Uh, I just have a few of the places... Um, so we can work back from the uh, uh, the top eight, which is the top, really, eight through five that we have. Uh, so let me pull that up. So we've got, uh, let me make sure I got this right. So Tom Kerr was first. Derek Thompson was second. Uh, third and fourth were Derek, Rutten, and Troy. Uh, and then the other four are the top eight. So I know fifth place was uh, Adam Cole, uh, who's a uh, WizKids uh, judge for at Battle Royals and nice guy. And also a uh, certified genius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he brought back a, we'll talk about it, he brought back a uh, 
forgotten mechanic of the round table. <laughs> so just not really forgotten, just unused. Yes. Uh, so he was playing uh, Arcade with Ultron Six Drone, Devil Dinosaur, Vanisher, and Solaris. Uh, round table with Martian Manhunter, Thor, Spider-Man, Hank Pym, Green Arrow, and Shield Level 7 ID cards. And um, the uh, he has the morphing Pims on the sideline, the... Um, Yellow Jacket uh, Hank, yeah, and Hank Pym, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, King Thor, uh, Diet Green Arrow... And it uh, looks like Trinity War, Martian Manhunter. And Anti-Reg and Ellie Spider-Man. Yeah. So um, I think what's important to talk about this team is uh, the – and it's funny. This was a quote from Adam himself that we saw on Facebook. Uh, the wide gap in the starting of game um, – the starting of the game uh, logistics – so basically, if um, Adam did not win uh, map roll uh, with Arcade to put them on Arcade's arena, um, he was swapping out Arcade for the one of the two uh, or the he was um, swapping it for Le Spider Man. The Le Spider Man. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you can use Arcade's trait to help you win map roll against the theme team. And if you don't aren't successful in that endeavor, then swap him out for the LE Spider-Man, who's um, more useful for, um, you know, given the Pogs, uh, shape change and that kind of thing, and defend. But uh, there's really a lot of good choices he could have used there, too. Um, I don't see it on his sideline, but he could have swapped it out for a Peggy, maybe, or, uh, you know... I wonder if you could swap it out for a, uh, well, you can't because it's not on the ID card, but if, um, <coughs> what's his name, uh, Patrick's piece could be an ID oh, card chameleon. character. Yeah. Chameleon. I want to swap it out for this guy that can swap it out for other things. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if it was possible. Yes. Right. Yeah. Good thing that uh, Chameleon's not an ID card character. So, um, we can move on to... One of the other ones, uh, Nick Peterson, was in the top eight, uh, who was playing Devil Dinosaur, Eclipse, uh, Quicksilver with Eclipso, Ultron 18.2, War Wheel and Brimstone, uh, full ID table with uh, Nightwing, Martian Manhunter, Triathlon, Shield Level 7, uh, Thor, uh, Black Canary with uh, Nick Fury, Nightwing, 3D Man, Triathlon, um, White Lantern, Martian Manhunter, King Thor, and uh, Black Canary LE. So uh, it actually looks like in first round, looking at his sheet, he had to face Derek. So it hmm. was dino on dino action. Mm, hot dino on dino action. Delicious. Yeah. Yes. So what do you think on this version of that, Jason? Uh, is this the same thing he played at uh, Our Rock the week before? I don't know. Uh, I don't think he... I, had, I didn't really I think he had, remember his sheet. I don't think he played Quicksilver, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he played Quicksilver, either. 
but I mean, it's, it, you know, it's it's, a, it's the standard that they've been playing Devil Dino like that War Wheel to uh, pack Devil Dino around. Uh, yeah, Brimstone could pack Devil Dino too. Yeah, War Wheel just has the speed. I mean, he's a nine speed with sidestep. Yeah. Um, so that, that can get into battle if you need to get him up there. Uh, I don't. I like Quicksilver with Eclipso uh, to give him a precision strike. Uh, yeah. I think it's a good combo. Um, let me see here. I don't, you know, what would be fun uh, with, well, I just had a good idea, and I might as well share it. <laughs> uh, the uh, Moon Knight ID card that gives the... Uh, power enhancement. Yeah. yeah, that might have been good with this um, to help supplement Quicksilver's damage. Um, yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah, so I'm not really seeing. Uh, I'm not really seeing. I see a bunch of good ID cards. I see a bunch of good characters, but I don't see that it's particularly efficient at spinning the table. You know, if the one <clears throat> drone goes down to help close, spin up the table. But, uh, but I mean, obviously it was good enough for top eight at 42 person. Well, rounds, you said he so. came in second, right? No, Nick came was in the top eight. Oh, okay. I thought you said he came in second. I'm sorry. No, we're going five through eight right now. If I'm not, hold on, did I say that wrong? He said, I thought you said he was second earlier. No, Derek was second. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think I think you I think you misspoke earlier. Then. Sorry, Tom. Tom was first. Derek was second. Troy, um, and Derek Rutan were in the top four. So this was this was top eight, or four, five through eight, um, and uh, Tim Bold was. In the top eight, let me sure I got that right. Yep. No surprise there. Yeah, uh, he's a team, a team number three, right? Of the Devil Dino yes. crew. Yes. Uh, so he was playing uh, Devil Dino with uh, Fast Forces Jean Grey, uh, Mephisto at forty-five points, Ultron six, the Atom, the War Wheel, and a Thug, um, a full Avengers round table. Um, God, I mean, we don't think with a lot of the usual suspects on there. Um, so I don't know. It's, this is the 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 Visto build, isn't it? They call it. Yes, the the Visto build. Yeah. So, um, meh. You know, I, I see it. I get it. Um, uh, yeah. I just picture. I just picture Barney punching uh, the. Uh, Cosplay suit, devil dinosaur over or de- uh, the cosplay suit dinosaur over and over again. <laughs> I mean, these were true. Like, do you prepare for your mirror matches? If not, you know, are you prepared? So, uh, also in the top eight, I think it should round out the top eight or five through eight was uh, Trevor Bowling. With uh, Mary Marvel, uh, Fast Forces Jean Grey, two Ultron Six drones, uh, and a full round table. Okay, this is pretty much the uh, TK out the Ultron Six for Mary Marvel, calling an ID, TK him back, ID yeah. disappears, right? Yeah. yeah. ID disappears, hopefully you scored some points for your efforts. <laughs> so, uh, I get it. It's got... A lot of cool pieces on there that you can call out. So, um, yeah, yeah. Nothing, too, nothing too exciting there. But congrats. I mean, 
the, trust me, we're going fast because we're not going to belabor, you know, every point, to be honest. Yeah, and, and we're not really like the meta breakdown podcast anyway, so. Right. Yeah, we have to the people for uh, <laughs> And then we've got, uh, wait a minute, was the last guy, the last guy was Trevor Bowling, and the next guy is Troy Bowling, who was in the top four. He was third or fourth. You think there's a relation there? I would assume so. Uh, and I wonder if he's related to Brian. I don't know. No, no, that's polling. Polling, not bowling. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, yeah. so we got two bowlings and one polling. And we've got a, bowling a, a for bowling. With, <laughs> yeah. Bowling for polling uh, with bowling. So he was playing a, the return of Krang, really, in, in top Go play away, the Krang. past few weeks. This ain't uh, Tulsa. Krang, Seifert. <laughs> Krang, Seifert, two Baxters, uh, Rock of Eternity, Shield Level 7, and a Triathlon uh, with Nick Fury and 3D Man. Uh, he's, Rock of Eternity is a little bit different on the Krang build, isn't it, I believe? Uh, it's been done, uh, it was done down in Peru um, as well. Um, so you got Sloth, Envy, and Pride on there. Uh, it just gives him some access to some more powers. So. Yeah, we're not really going for the Shazam of the dial there. Yeah. All right. Um, I would say I don't understand the triathlon on there. Um, the 3D man, maybe it's all he had. Maybe it's just an issue of access to what ID cards he had. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Sorry, I, I was looking at my podcast stream, and the new episode of The Quarry came up today. So the last two episodes of the Quarry are both Tulsa stuff. So I guess they're only getting around to uh, talking about Tulsa events now. Well, that's where Edward goes to all the time. Right, but I mean, yeah. hell, it's been August to October. There's been two episodes, and both of them took place from the Tulsa Rock. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, I challenge Edward to come down to, to Kentucky next time we have one and then do a podcast about it. Or just do a podcast about anything other than Tulsa for once. Yeah, I mean, I think four he, he of the even, last ten episodes are about Tulsa Rock. Yeah, he hasn't even interviewed uh, John from Kokomo that I know of. All right, so Jonathan Cadlick, PJ Bolin. Yeah, got a lot of cool guys to interview there, PJ or uh, Corey. So you know. <laughs> The quarry. The quarry. Uh, All right. Episode sixty-five, Tulsa. Episode sixty-four, Tulsa. Episode fifty-eight, Tulsa. Yeah, a lot of Tulsa. All right, a lot of Tulsa. So uh, we'll go to second place uh, with Mister Derek Thompson, um, who was playing his uh, same build from uh, Big Bang. Um, Devil Dinosaur, War Wheel, Mephisto. Adam, Ultron 6, Thug, Dream Gray, and a full teleporter. So, uh, in in all fairness, I think Derek may have done a little bit better at ours if he hadn't ran into Kyle and uh, back-to-back yellows. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I believe so, so as well. Um, but that's the fun of the double D20s, so. Yeah. Never know what you're going to get there. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, that was cool. I, I like this build. I think it's well-rounded uh, as well. It's got a lot of things that everybody can call in. Um, and the Swordsman ID trick as well. Yeah, giving Devil Dinosaur a flurry when he gets down to those uh, charged blades clicks. Yeah. And the 
<laughs> and the the pogs that have the blades get yeah, furry as that's well. Too. Yeah, the drop bears. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And they got prob from Mephisto to hit. So. <laughs> yeah, who cares about minus three really, defense on them, right? Right. It's really well balanced. I like it. Uh, and then I think we, for, uh, the, we uh, forgot. We forgot. We forgot third Derek place. Rutan. With, uh, Derek. Yeah, with uh, something a little bit new, haven't seen before. Spectre full dial with Eclipso. What? Uh, Mister Mizzleplex. Okay. Uh, more Lockius. All right. Nightwing and Shield level seven. Nice. Pandora's box with uh, two relics on it. All right. So immediate props for playing full dial Spectre. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just like immediate props to you. Mm-hmm. And doing very well with it. Yeah. Yeah, third, third or fourth place for There's sure. There's obviously a trick there I'm not smart enough to see. I'm guessing maybe he made him tiny and carried him around? I don't know. I mean... Uh, you could make you can make Spectre a giant, make him tiny, carry him around, he can sidestep, he can shoot. Yeah, he has no moving is, attack. Is, isn't there running shot on one of the second clicks? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, okay. not top click, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's got two sins. Mm-hmm. So right. you so, give one yeah, to Spectre. Running shot. Yeah. You give one to someone else. Uh, probably Proteus, if he's going the running shot route. Oh, God, okay, so that's nasty. So you got an 11 attack, 4 damage, pulse wave, prob, and a 12 side blast, 4 damage uh, with prob. On yeah. two running shots. And shot. precision. Yeah, so, I mean, Spectre obviously can't pick up uh, reducers. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, can't pick up any um, stats. But there's a precision strike. There's a, you know all kinds impervious of impervious cool change. Yeah. Stealth. Just, all kinds of cool stuff from uh, Eclipso. Yeah, that's that's uh, pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. So so props to that. You know. Yeah. Props to nice there. build. Yeah. Yep. We we like different stuff. I, yeah. I like the, the different night- dino teams. I mean, I'm not knocking them. It's just, it's hard to like, be, whenever so many t- place top, it's like, yeah, Devil Dino's good. What else can we say? Well, I mean, <laughs> er- er- earlier yeah. it was it was all jet builds, and then it was all crane builds, and now it's all becoming Devil Dino builds. Right. And it's, I mean, it's just, just, whatever the new hotness is, people tend to gravitate toward that. Right, and I mean, I like I like the Devil Dino a lot more than I do the Krang, just because I'm a fan of rolling dice, and that's what yeah. all them pogs make you do. Yeah, and and two on this uh, Spectre build, I mean, he had Nightwing, so you know Zuko Zuko supporting Spectre if he takes a hit. Man, that's a big roll for Tony. <laughs> hey, yeah, not for you, Dave. Mister Crit hit six on the jet. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Big roll for Tony. Tony likes big rolls. <laughs> they call me Big Roll Tony. Yeah. So let's move into the first place team, uh, which was Tom Kerr from the Metal Lab on Mary with Clicks, uh, who was playing a past theme team and one of Jason's uh, favorite. Battle Royale characters making an appearance awesome. here. Oh, yeah, Zatara. Uh, yeah, Devil Dino and Zatara, uh, who were both uh, 100 points. So you're Nick, you're, you're, you got a little guard against Nick. All right, we got some Nick prevention over here. 
uh, Jean Grey, uh, War Wheel, and a full teleporter for an even 300 and points. Plus so, four past theme team. Yep. And your usual suspects, Nightwing, Hawkeye, uh, Green Arrow, Superman, Wonder Man, and Martian Manhunter. So Superman and Wonder Man... Trade back um, and forth Invincible once you get to two. Yep. Everybody gets Invincible. It's like Oprah up in this yeah. bitch. Yeah, I think uh, now the Wonder Man uh, wouldn't be able to be called out until the three ability. Um, so that that could be a little bit bad. but uh, Well, depending on what they played him at, I mean, he could be played at 65 points. No, he can't be. He can't be? No. Because he... Uh, hold on. Let me, let me pull it up here. <laughs> I pulled up Wonder Man instead of Wonder let Man. Let me pull it out here. I'll tell you here. No, this was funny because uh, they said, uh, Simon says, uh, if you pay 65 points, Wonder Man is KO'd when he crosses the red KO line. So he just because he doesn't have an alternate starting line, uh, okay. uh, it has to be played at his 120-point value. I got you. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, so, I mean, but it, it's good for the Invincible, no doubt. Uh and he's a good calling piece. He's, he's decent, even for three ability. <laughs> I mean, Zatara, baby. Yeah, he has that, that yeah, plus I mean, two perplex for uh, characters that share a keyword with him. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. So he, you could move way out with War Wheel. That's a 13 move out, and then Devil Dino can sidestep on top of that. I mean, if you oh. want to get him into the fray, you can. And on his lower clicks, he is going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, when he gets to yeah. the first charge blade, he could be a 13 attack. God. Yeah, and Zatara's going to, you know, if you hit Zatara, let's see, how do I want to put this? If you hit her, hit him the wrong way. He's going to destroy uh, your face. Yeah, he can, so he's got that special pulse wave. When he does, his damage value becomes four and then locked. And uh, if you choose to do so after action resolve, KO Zatara. So... Uh, it can be and, brutal in the right circumstances. And you can yeah. either make him a support piece at the beginning of the game or, or an attacker. attacker. Very yeah. true. And even on his attacker dial, he's got enhancement. Which is pretty sweet whenever you got a bunch of little uh, side-blasting pogs, right? Right. <laughs> right. I just... I, I always liked him, but, like, I don't know, for 100 points... Like, I always played other stuff, but he's super cool. I yeah, pulled not... him in sealed, and he was badass. Yeah, nice to see him making a, a drop in the uh, meta after being out for a few months. Right? Yeah. So, no, that was a, that's a cool team. I like it. Um, he can make Devil you know, Dino hard to hit, too, can he? 19 defense. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. And then, and he's bringing out Tony. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I you know I wonder. So wait, he also has three TKers on this team. Yes, 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 he does. And do the pogs? Is it that they don't count against your action total? They don't to move. The move. Yeah. To move. Okay. But that's still pretty cool that he can get three TKers to go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a war wheel. Yeah, for so, carrying all his friends. Yeah, so high mobility, high uh, high amounts of TK. Um, 
I like it. I, I wonder now if uh, so. Let's let's end our analysis with this. Uh, do you think Nightwing has now moved up to second place behind uh, Nick Fury ID? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean he <laughs> he's uh he's just great because of Tony Zuko. I mean like and don't get me wrong, he's a great attacker too. I mean Charge Charge Flurry. Charge Flurry, eleven attack, three damage, or like six range double end cap with an eleven attack. Um he can hit them regardless of elevation. So he can punch them up on the two even if they're, you know, if he's on the one or whatever, as long as they're adjacent, you know? So, I mean, he's really good. On my team, I have um, Henry carry him around, or him carry Henry around. Whenever he comes right. out, he carries the monkey up. And, uh, you know, you pop out Tony and perplex him, too. And then all of a sudden, he's like an 11 attack, 5 damage blurry piece coming off an ID card. Yeah. So, I mean, he's good. Um, I think Firestorm's going to get... I mean, I don't know how many people were using Firestorm, but, like, off a jet or anything, I think he's good. For five points, he can get you 25, maybe 35 points. Yeah. Didn't they say Paris, like, free TK'd out, a drone called in Firestorm, running shot, and hit a Morlock and killed the Proteus off of it before it even got to die? I heard that, yeah. That's what they said happened in Tulsa. The Paris freaking alpha struck the shit out of somebody's Morlock because they moved him, and I guess he was maybe front row. Because, let's see, you got you got the TK, right? So that's, right. you're in yeah. square two, so you get to square ten. You sidestep up square twelve, call in Firestorm on square 13. square thirteen. He can go to square, what? 18. 18. He can go five, so. And he's got a seven range. Well, he can go. He has to go. I guess square seventeen. He only be five away from twelve. So right, seventeen, uh, and then he's got a seven range, which is going to hit the last square of the map. It's, uh, seventeen and four, yeah. Yeah. Perplex up his attack, and you know you put and you get to choose more Lockius, right? So I'm going to put you on your weakest click. Right, exactly. Put him on he the one thing blind. that's not firestorm proof, and pop his ass, and then they're thirty five points down with it freaking useless ass 10 point Morlock that's already got one token on it. Ugh. Yes sir, it's disgusting. So that's Yeah, he's got, uh, Morlock's got clicks with no defensive power at all. So Right, you, and a weak 11, stab, can, right? Yeah, 16 so you can get Firestorm to a 12. Yeah, and just boom. Hope you can roll a 4. <laughs> I mean, If you can't roll a 4, you didn't deserve it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I mean, but I'm um, that's just disgusting to be honest. Or if they had moved yeah. up a little too far, or if it's like another team with like an Eclipso, you can do that same trick. Run, you know, just TK it out, call in Firestorm, hit somebody, then sidestep the drone back to where Firestorm's out of five squares and he goes away after he just wrecked right. somebody. Right. All right. Well. That's uh, that's some good stuff. So we got a lot to look forward to. We'll have we'll try to have another episode before Rock Cup, and uh, exciting stuff. Keep an eye out for all the articles coming out this week. So, so thanks everybody for uh, listening today, and uh, we'll talk to y'all next time on uh, Click Stop. Later. See ya.